0: friends, welcome again to another episode of the Pilot Podcast. I am Jared Cornut, joined by my co-hosts, who are both sitting outside in the
1: freezing cold, Alan Murray and Matt Hensley. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. It is a little cold here this morning. It was 40 degrees back in Mayhill at about 8,000 feet in the air, and it was a low 19 degrees this morning here in the promised land of Texas. Uh, but yeah, a little cold, uh, but the girls are asleep, dogs are in bed, so I've been kicked outside. So, it is good to see you, marginally good to see Alan, though I can't really see him because it's already significantly darker there. Well, it's dark here too, but good to see you, Alan.
2: Well, it's good to see both of you guys as well, and I'm doing well. Glad for all three of us to be on the pod again and talk about some Southern Baptists and Southern culture. Well,
0: it's good to hear from you guys, great to see both of you, even if Matt doesn't enjoy seeing Alan. A busy Friday night. He coached our first upper basketball game tonight uh, of kindergartners. So uh, you can imagine about how that went. And uh, we're having Dr. Adam Greenway preach our church this Sunday. So very excited about that. Well, we got a couple of Southern Baptist items to talk about uh, tonight. Matt, why don't you kick off this first one with a Guidestone adding a director of pastor wellness? You're uh, somebody who takes this very seriously. You're very active. Uh, I would say, we're checking in on pastors and pastor health,
1: at least from a mental perspective on Twitter. Uh, so share with us this news. Yeah, so Mark Dance, uh, a friend of mine uh, for a few years now, we served together at Lifeway with Lifeway Pastors, and he was the director and I managed the uh, content for our blog. Uh, but Mark is a great, da- great guy uh, who loves Jesus, loves his wife, loves his family. And uh, sincerely loves and cares for pastors, and uh, and so he's coming on this role for pastoral or pastor wellness. and And I think what's kind of neat about that is GuideStone really focuses on the spiritual or or the financial, uh, the the physical, the health needs of pastors. But but Mark is going to add kind of that spiritual and mental uh, component as well, and to really come alongside and champion them to help them win at. Church and home, as he likes to say, and uh, and so we're going to put that in the show notes as well. But I think what is really timely about this is, you know, as Hans pointed out, is pastors are having a hard time finishing well, and uh, and so GuideStone really works to to help us stay healthy in terms of having insurance and uh, you know mission dignity to be able to uh, to retire with dignity and so forth for those that. Uh, haven't been able to save enough throughout their ministry career, uh, but he's really going to come in and and help us now in terms of managing our families well, our churches well, all of that kind of stuff. And and uh, I think they're really going to try to work in tandem with associations and other entities, seminaries, and so forth uh, to really pour into pastors uh, in a great way. And I can't think of a better person to do that uh, than Mark for sure.
0: Mark's been active on Twitter for years, and you'll remember that Hans Stillbeck is the president-elect for Guidestone after O.S. Hawkins has stepped down after leading for years, uh, doing a great job. Uh, I know all three of us uh, are have used Godstone in some aspect, whether it be health insurance or retirement, and we're certainly grateful that uh, the Sunrise Convention has an entity like Guidestone. But I think this is a pretty cool thing. Alan, uh, when you think about maybe a guy like you, you're in rural North Carolina – Uh, I know you kind of do some stuff with your association to make touches with guys, but the further spread you out, more spread out you are, it's harder to have those relationships. Do you think something like this would be beneficial uh, for pastors across the convention, maybe even rural pastors who maybe have uh, somebody, maybe less likely to check in
2: on them and things like that? Yeah, I think this is great. I was so excited to see that story. You know, what Matt's already mentioned, how they seek to take care of pastors, especially pastors that are retired with, Um, mission dignity, I I think that this is it's just lockstep with the ministry of Godstone, what I know about them, you know, other than the insurance and the retirement kind of stuff. um, I I think the biggest challenge uh, moving forward and they're not asking me is making sure that people know about it. Um, It's kind of like at church when something's in the bulletin for four weeks and people still don't read it. Uh, I think this is such a at least moving forward, it sounds like such a great resource that is if, if guys can just learn about it uh, I think it'll be a big, big benefit, especially to some of us that are spread out. absolutely. so I,
0: i'm I'm excited about this. I think mission dignity is one of the coolest things uh, that Godstone does. Um, and I, I I hope there's a day where uh, mission dignity wouldn't even be needed uh, that churches partner with Godstone and the help is done, but uh, where pastors can finish well and end well uh, into retirement. But I'm glad it's there for those who do need help, especially for those widows. Um, who, you know, for years uh, served alongside their husbands who never paid. Uh, Kudos to guys for kicking this off. Uh, That's not the only news, or I would say big news, happening in Southern Baptist Life. Also, uh, Oklahoma Baptists have a new executive director uh, for um, their state convention, and that would be Todd Fisher, who will be the 10th executive director treasurer for Oklahoma Baptists. Todd's from the DFW area. Uh, I don't
1: know of him. Matt, do you know him? I do. I do. And, I, uh, and I think one of my favorite things about it was uh, just what he shared candidly that he did not seek it, uh, didn't have aspirations for it, really loves his local church and was passionate about what God was doing at Emmanuel. Uh, he also had a teaching role at OBU, uh, but he was contacted contacted by the search committee, uh, started praying and so forth, and, and uh, God opened that door. And uh, I think it's going to do a phenomenal job. Great guy. Uh, similar to to Hans, similar to Mark, really loves pastors, really cares about the local church. and I think these roles having guys like that uh, is really helpful. you know there's there is the aspect of business and so forth that comes with it uh, but but you can't really do that job without a significant desire to love and care for the local church, local pastors and staff members and so forth. so I, I can't think of a better person uh, for that role.
0: you know i didn't I didn't know a lot about Oklahoma Baptist when I came out to texas but being a lot closer to oklahoma now oklahoma is a strong state convention there's some really strong healthy churches in that area in and that, in that state now people in my church call oklahoma a third world country but uh oklahoma's got it is a strong convention now alan let me ask you this uh because i get different answers from people from oklahoma is oklahoma a southern state
2: that's hard i've been to oklahoma um feels like a southern state it it's not in the south but it feels like a southern state i mean i i don't want to you all and say it's just like texas but there are a lot of similarities here um it's it's definitely you know it's not like wyoming out west but when i went it, it definitely gave me kind of a western uh kind of feel rather than a southern feel as far as what what it looks like uh but but i don't think it's quite in the south but one of the things I've learned about this is if you want to be an executive director, or treasurer of a state, your name needs to be Todd. So if your name's Todd, that's one of the qualifiers.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Uh... Or uh, maybe a lesson for people here, don't name your kids Todd if you don't want them to work in Baptist life. Uh, uh, some of us might encourage you not to do that. Uh, don't name your kids Todd because you don't want them to work in Baptist life. Uh, I think that's great. Uh, I don't know anything about Todd, but Matt just gave him uh, a glowing recommendation there. I love to the, the hear that about him not even seeking this out. Uh, so I'm excited. I got some friends who pastor in Oklahoma, and they seem very excited about uh, the hire there. Uh, you know, There's going to be a lot more of this happening, I think, when you look at some of our um, – state's uh directors some of them are probably getting closer to retirement so uh it's gonna be interesting to see who steps in and leads during these times so excited for oklahoma baptists i hope the convention stays strong um i don't think you're a southern state either i'm sorry uh if you if you feel like you are uh but I, i don't feel like you are but speaking of southern um in the south there are all kinds of foods uh, that are very unique, to Southern life. Um, I'm looking at a list here that I think that Matt Hensley's probably eaten like two things on this list. Matt, have you ever had boiled peanuts? Nope. Oh, I gotta get you, I gotta get you into my house to have some.
1: Have you ever had uh, jambalaya? Yep. Well okay. Well, let me let me rephrase. I've had zatarans. The little store bought stuff and no uh, doesn't, uh, count. Doesn't, doesn't count doesn't count. Have you ever had fried green tomatoes? No. Oh my gosh, fried green tomatoes. I've had from fried the red tomatoes either. I haven't had tomato in any form other than salsa and ketchup.
0: We know you haven't had liver mush. No. Uh, we've all we're, we're all looking at this list and and maybe Alan, when you look at this list I sent you,
2: there's like, is there anything on here you haven't had? Yeah, we uh, Matt and I talked about this list a while back, and uh, I've had most of the stuff on it. So. Uh, There are are a few things that I'm looking forward to trying in 2022, southern food that I've never had. Uh, We have our wild game banquet. We didn't get to have it last year because of COVID, but we're going to have it this coming year. And there's a guy in our community um, who is a trapper. Uh, And so I have asked him uh, if, you know, what do do you do with these things when you get untrapping them? And a lot of things, you know, pelts don't bring money like they used to, or he's trapping because they're a nuisance to people. And so he's going to get me some raccoons. And so I'm looking forward to trying raccoon hash. Uh, and I'm he's supposed that. to get me a, He's supposed to get me a beaver. I don't know how we're going to fix that, but I'm going to try that. And he even mentioned uh, that he traps a lot of bobcats. And he skins them out for their pelts. And he said the inside looks great. And he actually cooked a bobcat the other day and asked me if we'd cook a bobcat. And I said, you know what? I'll try it. And so... Uh, you know, I'll try just about anything. If, I, if I've survived two sessions at Whataburger, I can certainly survive eating um, wow. some raccoon hash and barbecued beaver and maybe even some bobcat. I've got to imagine all three of those taste incredibly gamey and not very good. See, you, you say that, but in my area, in this part of Southeastern North Carolina, there are a lot of people who love this time of year to eat uh, raccoon hash. It is, it's kind of a cultural thing, people love it. Um I had a, a great uncle uh who cooked it every single year without fail. And so I'm looking forward to trying it even though I've never had it. Folks at church say it's good. Um I've not met anybody that enjoyed a possum, uh, but I know a lot of people who enjoy eating raccoons. So I'm looking forward to trying it.
0: Matt, you're notorious for doing the wood chip stuff and you're notorious for eating weird things. Would you eat raccoon hash? Not in a million years. Wow. No. Well, i tell you what we're going to do, definitely. Not this year because the convention is in Anaheim, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I hope it is because um, uh, i got some vacation planned. But in two years, we're in Charlotte, and I think we're going to make a video in Charlotte of Alan Murray making you some liver mush. I'm not going to eat any of it, but you are, and
2: uh, I can't wait to see your, uh, re- your real-life reaction to it. Come,
1: Lord Jesus, come.
2: <laughs> I am honestly planning on bringing my Coleman stove and a cooler uh, with some liver mush and a cast iron pan, a little bit of oil, and, and fry some up for you. Can we tailgate? Can we just get a tailgate set up at the service convention? Well, you know, even if the executive committee doesn't like potlucks, uh, the director of missions for the Metrolina Baptist Association, which is in Charlotte, is on board with having a big potluck the last time we talked
0: you didn't catch that reference, Alan made a motion at the annual meeting last year to add a potluck or fellowship Sunday. To the calendar and the executive committee did not even entertain it. Uh, they shut it down in the first. Uh, they made that decision a lot easier than other decisions that they made. Uh, I think they, uh, what I'm seeking on here is uh, I would try fried squirrel and gator tail. I've had gator, but I don't have gator
2: tail. But I would like to try both those. Oh. We we can make the fried squirrel happen too. Um, I actually, was I, th- I thought about squirrel hunting this afternoon and decided against it. I probably should have. Um, but we can make that happen.
1: All right, that sounds good to me. Matt, anything on this list you would try? Chicken and dumplings. You never um, had chicken and dumplings. Hush puppies. No. Yeah. I'm just saying what I would eat, what I would try, like what I haven't had. What's uh, here you haven't had that you would try? That I haven't had uh, what's what Seuss. Souse. What's um, sauce? What souse, is,
2: souse? Souse is something that I do not eat. That should tell okay, you something.
1: So we'll take that off. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's often known as hoghead cheese. What oh yeah. no, no, no. What's red eye gravy? What makes it red eye gravy? Coffee. Oh, then I would I would try that.
0: Yeah, you would that's it. absolutely
1: true. that's the only thing on that list. So that's the only thing. Yeah, I hate everything else, or I won't ever touch it. You want to eat fried gizzards? No. Corn pudding. You tried corn pudding,
0: right? What is it? It's, it's like it's, a casserole. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's good. It's very good. Sometimes yeah. there's some jalapenos in it. Uh, it's just really good. Yeah. It's very Caucasian. Right. <laughs> 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 that's a good. That's a good night to end on. Uh, Todd Fisher in Oklahoma, Mark Dance, Pastor Wellness, Southern Foods, guys. Anything you want to add before we wrap this bad boy up? Not a thing. Well, uh, Alan, give me your prediction. Who's going to win the national championship Monday night? Georgia. Um, Georgia. I think Georgia's going to win too. It's uh, it's in the history of college football when two top five teams have rematched. Uh, the team that won the first game has never won the second game, so I, I do believe the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to say Georgia is going to win 31-21. Uh, they're going to beat Alabama.
1: I I want Georgia to win just because I don't think you deserve two championships in a year with the World Series and that. But I think that Bama is going to win, and that it will it will be 42 to 13. I hope you're right. If Alvin wins this year, sitting setting it very nicely because I'm
0: a Packers fan and the Packers, they look really good. Look like they may have a chance to win the Super Bowl. And then the Mavericks, they've got a good team. They can make a run. And so I, I got potential here to have a really good sports year. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, as long as uh, the only sport that Matt watches is the Astros. So
1: he doesn't watch other teams. He just watches the Astros. That's actually not true. I watch any baseball game that's on, obviously, first choice is Astros.
0: Okay. And i watch
1: Korean baseball. I'll watch whatever and watch old baseball games because I don't really like any other sport. So So
0: I did not know they had Japanese college football, and it was on TV the other night, and it was the craziest thing I've ever watched. They, uh, they all bow to each other in typical Japanese fashion after the game. I thought that does not happen in america we usually okay. uh, our games are ending in fights <laughs> we, we hate each other we our pro basketball game and all the kids were going who won who won i was like i'm not telling you they scored a lot more baskets than you guys scored <laughs> so they didn't keep scoring nobody won all right guys uh let's bring this thing to a close thanks for joining us at the potluck support your state convention pastors take care of yourselves lean on guidestone. and try some southern food You'll like it. Even if your name's Matt Hensley, I bet you would like it. Join us next time. St. Baptist time, St. Baptist hour. Stay Baptist, my friends.